0: It. Um. All right, okay, welcome guys. Um, we're gonna get started and uh, this is really Part two of The Power Within You is far beyond any virus, economic circumstance, uh, anything you could go through externally. And uh, I saw that uh, last week's service was taken down to some copyright things, so we'll probably be able to take that off. But if you haven't watched it, I would encourage you to go back and watch. If you Googled um, YouTube, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, London Reel. So Dr. Bruce Linton, London Real, and if you, doc, if you, you Googled YouTube, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza and uh, Lewis Howe. So the, those are two neuroscientists and uh, they're really talking about how, if you focus on Philippians 4, is they're not saying those words, I'm saying those words, but if you focus on Philippians 4, which is, hey, be anxious for nothing, not, not coronavirus, not whether you were laid off, furloughed, um, not whether the economy is going to start again, nothing. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, let your request be known. And uh, and then we know all the, the assurances in prayer, like 1 John 5, where it says, here's the confidence Nathan and I, my friend Nathan's here from Kalispell. And so uh, with, along with other friends, but <clears throat> um, if, here's the confidence that we have. Be, according to his will, we know he hears us. And then 1 John five fifteen, the next verse says, one john 4 verse 15 says and since we know he hears us we already have what we've asked of him now that is awesome so uh instead of worrying about it the assurances over and over in prayer are hey thank you father that i already have this despite the economy i already have this income despite anything outside of me virus anything like that i have divine health now think on these things things are lovely pure etc and they're showing in the they have the science behind it guys Um, and I've shared multiple times, uh, you know, if you look at any of the neuroscientists, this is science, this is science, true science means you can duplicate it over and over and over, which that should give people a lot of faith, a lot of confidence, in my opinion, where, hey, if you can duplicate it, and you can take the next person and do it again, and do it again, where I think sometimes faith can be this, this thing where, oh, they've got more faith than that guy, and we'll try to clear a lot of that up tonight, too, how simple faith is, and it really is this, is, is uh, the kingdom of god is within your your hearts and minds are divine in fact it's the seamless union of god and you which is really a fascinating concept so when you picture something in your mind here's how simple faith is when you create a picture in your mind or tell yourself words inside meaning i'm going to be completely taken care of i'll never get corona that's silly your heart is divine and it brings that to pass and i'll show you some wild examples that's faith Faith is simply knowing that what I do within is going to show up in my life without. And Jesus talks about that over and over and over. Now I think all of us have made it. We've been growing up where it's so much harder than that. Read this much of the Bible. Pray this much in tongues. Do this much. It's always starting from a position of lack where I don't have something. So I need to go through this works process in order to get somewhere where Jesus, the whole, all the New Testament scriptures are, you're completing Christ. Now start there. Start from that concept that i have divine health i have divine prosperity i have divine relationships i have all of it oh well now i can just be it that's really all the new testament scriptures and i'll show you that so um but in that you know they they talk about when you think on those things in philippians four and you you just think on not looking externally seeing what's happening you know everybody's with masks and oh my god you might touch somebody with with covid or anything like that um Hey, did you hear, you know, they're going to furlough me. And that's where you calm yourself down and go, you know what? I'm going to live from within because I'm a, I'm a joiner of Jesus Christ. And I can simply go, here's what I desire. Thank you, father. I already have that and live like that. That's awesome to me. That's, and so I'll I'll go through some of the scriptures and show you how real that is. Because when you're worried about, uh, and what kind of really must've been two days ago now, I was telling you, as I, I said, I had a brief moment of, oh man, I went into the post office and before, and if this isn't you, if you don't relate, I'm not trying to, to me, I was kind of disappointed in church, um, in pastors, in myself going, we're not teaching people who they are well enough because everybody and their mother was wearing a mask. And then there was one particular family that uh, there were little kids and they had masks on. And I thought, wow as jesus is so are we in this world i go can you imagine jesus putting a mask on and not daring to open a door at the post office but that's how far we've fallen from what we're supposed to be and religions really just become this social club in a lot of ways and and it's trying to modify external behavior it's really just an old testament model of christianity yet where they're worried about things external somehow being able to affect us and jesus comes and he rearranges the whole thing in the new testament going you guys you got this all backwards the kingdoms within and what you do within affects everything without, cause they were concerned about don't touch, don't eat, don't do all this stuff. And I thought, how do you, I told Barbara, I said, how do you tell these little kids like daddy, what, why do I have to put this mask on? Oh, because you might get sick. That right there is an error. That's an error in thinking that that is, and I'm not trying to criticize anybody, but if we knew, if we really knew one John where it says as he is, so are we in this world, and then we see all the demonstrations of it where we see Peter, Peter understood what he had where, you know, in Acts 5, I think it is, where he's walking through and even his, how the narrative goes is even his shadow is healing people. Now, it's not his shadow. It has nothing to do with his shadow. But what it was is, is if Peter knew what he had, he knew that the life within me, the Christ life within me, that the secret that's been hidden for ages, but is now revealed as the anointed one, the Messiah, salvations within me. And what I have from within is going to affect everything without, I promise you, Peter was not going, Hey, go, go, uh, go quarantine. He's going, if you go read it in Acts five, it said, everybody saw what Peter was doing and they brought all the sick out. And Peter, I guarantee you was just going through, you know what? The life of Christ is flowing out of me and it's affecting all these people. Cause I know we've gotten a little bit of grief. Like I can't believe you're, you're traveling doing all these things and I, like I said I'm not going to argue with them it's just the fallen mindset that they even think that way and uh cuz I understand that what I have is going to affect everything outside let me give you an example and I shared it in the the post where old testament they were concerned about don't eat don't touch uh leprosy was a a great example there's so much symbolism in there but I, I don't want to get into all that but let's just take it as hey somebody has something that you don't want to get so they quarantine the lepers right and so they didn't quarantine the healthy people even in the Old Testament they quarantined the sick people and so but they, they had this idea that uh, if i touched that leper yeah. then something external might catch jump on me now what are we talking about today almost the same thing right yeah. and so they didn't go touch the leper because something external might come within now jesus comes and he shows the error in that thinking instead of quarantining the leper what does jesus do right. He runs to them, and he goes, what I have from within me changes what's physical. The kingdom within, the anointing on, the Christ life within me rearranges all the physical. So my cleanliness within sets that person free from the law of sin and death. And he heals the leper. Now, that's fascinating to me, isn't it? So that's the New Testament example of what we're really supposed to live like. And uh, if you don't understand that, no no problem. But I would encourage everybody here to... uh, Uh, Not argue if somebody tells you that, but understand who you are, meaning that the anointing is within you. And when you go out, just like Peter, be conscious of the fact you just remind yourself even before you go out. You know what? The life of Christ is within me. In fact, it's one with me, and I can't get any closer to to the life of God knowing that it's within me. And I'm in union with him. As Jesus says, so are we in this world. So as Jesus went and touched the leper, he made the unclean clean. So when we go out, even our closeness to people, and that's where I, I think if you go look at heart math and, and dispense and all the science behind it, this is why it's so cool to me, is uh, if people are worrying and in fear, and they you can show this, is literally like the the energy, the electromagnetic field around your body actually starts to shrink and it goes within. But if you're thinking about love and joy and all the fruits of the spirit, all of a sudden that electromagnetic field extends feet outside of you. So life is actually extends feet outside of you. Now, now we understand what's happening when we see Peter walking through the crowds. That life and what they've shown with heart math and all these studies is you can take a test tube of DNA and just by good thoughts, change the DNA from somebody 50 miles away. You can upregulate the things that give them immunity and shut off the things that give them fear and worry. You can literally do it just by thinking. So I guarantee you, Peter's like, I know what I have. Silver and gold, I don't have, but I can have the life of Christ, right? And so as I walk through this, I'm making the unclean clean. That's who we are, guys. And I'm not sure. It's not weirdness. It's not weird charismatic stuff. It's not word of faith. It's simply identity. It's knowing who you are in Christ. Like, wait a minute. The power of God is within me. And so let me show you one thing I thought was pretty cool that, that I saw today. I don't remember when Francois posted it, but this is uh, this is beautiful to me. So this was a, I just took a screenshot. Oh, from April twenty three. So this is Francois de Taille, and he says, "You want to see God's face? Question mark See His faith. Jesus is what God believes about you. That's what the whole mirror translation is, and and that's where, like you see in the scriptures, I say, when when we see Him face to face, the spirit of that, that idea of that, when you realize that you're in union with Him, a joint heir, you can't be separated. You're you're in this husband wife relationship, husband." Uh, Father, son, daughter relationship. And it was all about union. It was all about they're inseparable. This, this radically wild idea that God's not outside of me somewhere, which all religion thought. Here's this mystery, this secret of the kingdom, that is great joy to give to all this little flock, is what he says. Don't worry, there's going to be stuff. COVID's going to come up. You're going to get furloughed. Don't worry, little flock. It's the it's my great pleasure to give you everything, and I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. And then he tells us what the keys of the kingdom are. He says. Uh, What you do in the heavenlies, which is just inside your heart and mind, the spirit realm, is what's going to be done on the earthly realm. And what you bind, so it's not you running around binding demons or anything like that. Because I see a lot of people binding demons externally, but their heart is totally in fear, which means they bound nothing. Because they're they're still thinking Old Testament model, external controls everything. And so he says, what you don't allow in the spirit, the heavenlies, is what won't be allowed on earth. So if you're walking around just going wow the life of god flows through me and in fact anybody i touch if they had COVID, they immediately have antibodies in their hole that will happen isn't that cool yeah so there's times i have to like bite it zip my lip which is sometimes hard for me as my wife knows um when they're going what are you doing you know you think you uh you're out there you're not social distancing all that i'm like you have no idea what i'm doing you're causing square root of one percent to actually get COVID 19 you and your mask and i'm actually healing (laughs) everywhere i go they're being whole and being healed etc that's how it works the kingdom's from within so it says you want to see god's face jesus is what god believes about you that's why 1 john says if you see jesus so are you in this world so the the real message is how would jesus react to this He, he would go straight to them and go you don't need to worry about anything then somebody posted there, which I love. It says, uh, look in the mirror, he looks just like you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true Christianity. That's the mirror translation It says, when you look at him, the spirit himself transforms yourself into the same image. And then he says, be doers of the word. And then he explains what it is. It's not you going and doing stuff. If you go look at it in scripture, to be a doer of the word means you saw who you were. I'm one with Christ. And when I walked away from the mirror, looking at myself, I didn't forget who I was. That's a doer of the word. When you see scriptures, like, I didn't forget that I'm a son or daughter with the kingdom within me. That's cool to me. So um, let me show you one other thing here. Oh yeah, let me get, I got to turn my my mail off. Sorry. So it doesn't bother us. So I think that's fantastic to me. Um, I'm going to show you one thing that's here, uh, might shock you. Um, let me get to, uh, Let me get you some scripture, but, and I'm going to go straight to Mark 7. We were talking about this today. Now, you don't have to take this literally, but it is interesting. So here's Mark 7, and uh, you can go look at Matthew 15, and It says, verse 1, the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus. Now, the Pharisee and the scribes were good at what? The law. External things affect me. And so he says they saw some of his disciples eating with their hands that were defiled that means they didn't wash their hands with purell no i'm reading scripture right and king james says and they didn't wash their hands before they ate now nathan and i were both farm kids are like i know you guys don't get this if you grew up in the city or in church but they would have laughed at us if we would have said wait a minute and we got farm stuff all over our hands right right. like just imagine what that is um good (laughs) good stuff And honestly, guys, we never washed our hands. We never did a thing. And none of us ever got sick. Never. And if I would have said, wait a minute, I got to put, I got to take my mask off and wash my hands. They would have laughed at me like, what is wrong with you? So I learned this in church. Like, it's crazy talk to me. And I, I know I'm in the minority here and I'm not trying to step on toes, but come on, guys. Do you know who you are? As Jesus is, right. so are you in this world. If you look in yourself in the mirror, you see him because you can't get any closer. So anyway, it says, now holding the tradition of the elders, the Pharisees and all the Jews did not eat until they washed their hands ceremonially. And not return, and on returning from the market, they did not eat unless they washed. So everything's external is the whole idea here, guys, because they still think that what I do outside is how the kingdom works. And there are many other traditions for them to observe, including the washing of cups, pitchers, kettles, couches for dining. All right. Um, that's them washing the, the cart off at Walmart okay so i'm just giving you real life examples because you every time i go in they're like this is a clean card i go where are the dirty ones i really do because i want to clean the i want to clean them and i want to get antibodies because i understand how it works guys is the best thing you can do is be exposed to it and little what do you think a vaccine is a vaccine like a flu vaccine is they give you a little shot of flu so your body develops an antibody so anyway so let me just um, So then let's go down to uh, verse 14. He talks about, you know, hey, Corbin, and all these different things, meaning that verse 8 says, you have disregarded the commandment of God. What's the commandment of God? The new commandment. He's actually kind of criticizing them here, talking about the old commandments. But the the one commandment is love in the New Testament because it's the fulfillment of the law. So but then verse 9, he says, he went on to say, you neatly set aside the commandment of God to maintain your own tradition, meaning washing of hands and all that. Jesus didn't wash his hands before they ate and they were freaking out. You set aside the command of God to maintain your own tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and he talks about that. So then we get down to verse 14. It says, once again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, all you, listen to me and understand. Nothing that enters a man from the outside can defile him. But the things that come out of the man, where's the kingdom? It says the kingdom is within. It's in your heart and mind. Nothing external can defile you. It's the things that come out of you that defile you. And after Jesus had left the crowd and gone into the house, his disciples inquired about the parable. Now, this isn't, Jesus is kind of grilling them here. He says, are you so dull? Are you still so dull? He says, meaning like, it's kind of like when he's with the disciples. Guys, how long do I have to be with you before you get this? Where, Where, you know, Peter's going, hey, show us the Father and that'll be enough. And he's like, how long do I have to be with you guys? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah. And then the, the, the really startling things, when we get into John and different revelations, he goes, and if he's seen you, all of you, and all of you guys online, if you see yourself in the mirror, you've seen the Father. Whoa, no wonder. That'll still get you thrown out of an elders meeting, but think about the Old Testament, right? <laughs> Where they didn't even dare write Lord. And so, uh, but it sounds like blasphemy because it's this, this radically incredible good news that I'm one with him. You mean the anointing of God is within me? And the, the, the dynamite working power is what it says is within me? Whoa, this changes everything. And so he says, are you still so dull? Do you not understand? Nothing that enters a man from outside can defile him. Because it does not enter his heart. Because where all life springs is your heart, guys. It has nothing to do with your stomach. And mm-hmm. It's out of the heart. But it goes into the stomach and thus eliminated. Thus all foods are clean and then it says uh if we go on to verse 20 and he continued what comes out of the man is what defiles him and he tells you things of the heart mm-hmm. from within the hearts of men come evil thoughts sexual immorality theft murder adultery etc yet you're still perfectly clean in his eyes guys but he's trying to show them it has the kingdoms within guys it's not these external ceremonial washings and things like that so i just thought that was really fascinating now i'm going to go to proverbs you guys are familiar with this but i want to show you just a some pretty cool hebrew and then I'll talk about just some wild kingdom stuff here, and we'll pray, and and, uh, uh, you guys can be good. So if we look at, um, I'm going to start, this is Proverbs 4, I'm going to start in verse 20. My son, right there, that should, for most people, I think, all my Christian life, until I really understood that, I just read over that. My son, Um, thinking, oh, this is about Jesus, which it is, but it says all the scriptures are written about him. But if it's written about him, and we're a joint heir, who's it written about? It's us, guys. This is all salvation stuff about us. And so, my son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saints. Do not lose sight of them. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to the whole body. The whole body. Mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, uh, relationally, everything. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flow springs of life. I think all of you guys have heard that. So guard your heart the divine part of you within, because out of it flow the issues of life. I'm going to show you just some cool Hebrew here in a minute. So let me just go to interlinear. So if you ever wondered how I do this, I just click click on the interlinear, and then you can go to Proverbs 4.23. I want to show you, uh, so, you know, it looks a little backwards because it's written left to right in, in Hebrew, but with all diligence. So if you're going to be diligent about anything, I find even today, like, sadly to me this was kind of the where i feel like gosh you know what this is what religion's done to people is is we're not teaching the supernatural we're not teaching the spirit man and even if you watch that joe Dispenza, um video with lewis howe lewis howe was kind of going well you know I, I like to get all the knowledge of what's going on and you know we need to stay six feet away and if you ever if you look at that joe is kind of like yeah 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 he goes but i'm not really interested in the natural that's matter trying to push matter Because I'm into the supernatural. What I believe changes matter. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a clinically trained scientist. Nathan and I were talking about that. The reason he has so much faith in it, guys, because they've done thousands and thousands and thousands of real studies where they go, when people don't worry about getting sick, they don't get sick. When people are just going, that thing is so far from me. It's not even a, a thought process to me. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Life flows out of me and anything I touch becomes clean. New Testament model. What I believe in here, energy transforms matter, right? That's quantum physics. But I want to show you something. So he goes, with all the jails, keep your heart internal for out of it, out what's inside life flows. Actually, it springs the issues of life. And I want to just show you this life <clears throat> because Jesus says, he says, I came to give you life, but you greedy little thing, not much that life. What does he say? I came to give you life and life more hyper abundantly is what it said, hyper abundance. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be greedy on that one. Like going, if you came to give me hyper abundance, then I want all of it, and nothing left. And all the people that go, you shouldn't be so selfish in your Christianity. I'll take yours. No problem. <laughs> I have no problem. If he wants to give it all to me, I'm going to, no problem. We'll take, we'll make good use of it. I mean that it's like, it, it's, and we all talk about this. We have kids and grandkids, and and, uh, and from the people here, and like if we if we had our our, our birthday gift or Christmas gifts, and and we were like, hey, here, here's we took time to think about this, and man, you know how much would would our kids love this gift? And then we give them the gift, they're like, you know, I I'm not worthy. How would that make <laughs> us feel? We would feel sad and grieved. And that's that's really where he's talking about. Don't grieve the set apart spirit, the Holy Spirit. It's like he's wanting to give all this stuff to you. And he wants to, to realize that the kingdom's within you, and you have it all overflowing for yourself, and you can be priestly and you can affect other people. Now that's life. That's life more abundantly. So if we click on that, um, <clears throat> it's kaihi, and it's it's like the subset. If you if you ever hear a Hebrew talk about life, the uh, lechayim. You know, like, like, so this is the chai, and I probably, you you, you Hebrews, you can butcher my, I know I butchered it, but no, I'm doing my best. So, uh, this is really interesting. So, it's two Hebrew letters. It's chet and yad. And so, chet is the inner chamber within, where does this sound like, the inner chamber. The holiest of holies was the inner chamber of the, of the temple system, and uh, it was, through a veil, our bodies, a veil is what, what he talks about. So this inner chamber, you can't see it, but that's where God is. That's where God dwells. And you could meet God, the high priest could meet God face to face in that inner chamber. And as you guys heard me say a ton of times with the New Testament revelation of Jesus and uh, the apostles and the New Testament writers were, that was all imagery and symbolism. And it's written about you. You are the temple. You are the temple not made with human hands, meaning we didn't construct that church building or that synagogue. God formed you in the womb and he placed himself in you from the foundation of the world. You contain God is what he says. And so Chet is the inner chamber and Yod is the power of God. So he says life comes from the power of God in the inner chamber. So guard that thing with all your heart. Does that help you guys? Now, I want to share one other thing with you. This is just, I think this is just fascinating to me. So uh, let me just, uh, I'll get back to this Romans 116 here in a second, but um let me do this is uh i gotta move this so i can actually <clears throat> so i'm gonna stop that share just a second um i, I heard from ashley we were talking about this today and uh, you know what i think i'm gonna do it for people want to is if you want to pick up this book this week guys it's joseph murphy got a doctorate in divinity the power of your subconscious mind and he uses words like infinite intelligence and and uh the kingdom within the limitless things which gets christians a little worked up sometimes but uh you could replace it with this is the the power of your subconscious mind you could simply replace it with the secret of the kingdom of god and the parable of parables this is how the kingdom of god works is what you do within your heart has miraculous dynamite working powers what scripture says so it's powerful to me because he really talks about uh Uh, the power within. And so I just want to share a couple things with you just how powerful this really is. And so he says a couple things in here. And he even talks about the same language that Jesus talks about. Jesus talks about the secret that's been hidden for ages, but is revealed the secret of the kingdom of God. And so he says here, here's the master secret of the ages. Suppose someone asked you to name the master secret of the ages. Would you answer atomic energy, interplanetary travel, black holes? No, it's none of this then what is this master secret? Where can I find it? How can I understand it? The answer is extraordinarily simple. Has to be. So if a, if a child can enter the kingdom and understand it, that it cannot come from years of Bible school. It cannot come from hours of meditative prayer. It cannot come from any of that, even though I love all that stuff. It has to be simple enough for a child to do it. Because Jesus goes, it's really easy for children to enter the kingdom. So the secret is the marvelous miracle-working power found in your own subconscious mind. You have the conscious mind the subconscious mind. You have a male part of you and a female part of you. The male part gets to choose. The female or the feminine uh, uh, submissive part of us is, is the parable of parables. We get to choose life. He said, I've set before you life and death, so do what? Choose life. That's the male part of us. We get to choose the seed, right? But whatever you plant in that heart, which is the soil, it doesn't care what you plant that heart doesn't choose it miraculously brings forth it submits to what you did. That's the female part of us that gives birth to things it submits to us and brings it to pass with no questions asked. is Not that amazing. Yeah. And that's what Paul talks about when he's talking about marriage, he goes, it's this mystery and he goes, Oh, by the way, I'm not even talking about physical marriage. I'm talking about Christ and the, his body. Now, isn't that wild. So He says it's the secret of your own subconscious mind, your heart, the kingdom of God within, whatever you want to call it. This is the last place that people would look for it. That's exactly what scripture says. This is this mystery, but it's now revealed. Christ in you, the anointed life in you, the anointed one, you're one with him in you. That is the hope of glory. Isn't that fascinating? What the whole world's been waiting for, trying to find it externally by religious exercise. I'm going to place it where it's going to be so simple you can't miss it. It's in you. I'm going to place it where people wouldn't look for it which is the reason so few ever find it. I just wrote my notes the secret of the kingdom of God is that the anointings within you whatever you plant there will produce on its own no questions asked. You do not need to acquire this power that would be works that would be religion. You already possess it. You're complete in Christ nothing lacking. So, I just love this. He goes so within your subconscious uh within your subconscious or is your heart lies infinite wisdom, infinite power, and infinite supply of everything that you're ever going to need. So that all these scriptures come to my mind. I've already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything. All things are possible to him. So it's infinite, is what he's saying. <clears throat> he says, uh, through the wisdom of your subconscious mind or your heart, you can attract the ideal companion, if you're looking for a companion, as well as the right business associates, the right partners. It can show you how to get all the money you could ever need. It can give you financial freedom to be, to do, and to go as your heart desires. Isn't that what we really all want? I think that's why this COVID thing drives me nuts. So, like, nobody's going to tell me I can't go to the beach. It's just not going to work. Because I know if I go to the beach, I'm going to heal everything around me versus the other way around. If I sit in fear and and uh, uh, and I honestly, gosh, I'm probably going to get lots of hate mail, but this is the truth, guys. This is how it's supposed to work. Do you truly believe what, what the apostle said, that as Jesus says, so are you in this world? Do you believe that? And that's where I kind of felt dejected the other day. I was like, because Colorado Springs is a pretty religious, I mean, I got a good shot. Like 50% of the people I see go to church. And I'm going, and everybody and their mother besides me was wearing their mask. And I'm going, I, I really was like. How sad that we're teaching these little kids they might get a disease, so put that mask on. We should be going, you know what, here's, here's the miraculous working truth of Christ in us. We're one with him. Nothing can touch us. Isn't this great news? Let's go share this with the world. That's really what the gospel was all about. So no, no, you, you know, we've got to be responsible. So we're couching it in this lame language to me. Um, no supernatural talk whatsoever. And I'm not talking about wacky praying tongues until you fall down and jump and anything like that. It's simply identity. I know what I have within me and what's in me, this kingdom, the the miracle working power of God, is flowing out of me. In fact, I can picture and see it flowing out of me, touching everywhere I go, bringing life to everybody I touch. And they can show you in science when you do that, the electromagnetic field out of your body extends way past you. And people can feel it when they walk by. And when they feel life, they can show you that life upregulates that person's DNA and going, I don't know what it is, but I just felt better. And guess what? You just increase their immunity. Right. They you upregulate true. that DNA, and then it starts producing, whoa, I don't have to worry. Right. That makes sense <laughs> to you guys? Now, I want to show you how powerful this really is, and tell you a story, and then we can pray. So, this is radical stuff. I was telling Barb, I was getting all excited about this the other day. So, and he's talking about, um, this is Dr. Murphy, and he went to India, and he said, I heard this miracle story of Dr. James Esdale. So, I've been digging up on James Esdale and all these different things. Esdale was a Scottish surgeon who practiced in Bengal, India during the 1840s. Now this is really interesting. This was before ether or any modern methods of chemical anesthesia were in use, meaning they operated without putting them to sleep. And so I read a lot of the books and different things. And so he was agonizing over this fact, like when he would do an amputation, there was nothing. They just had to grin and bear it. And so that compassion in him, going, there's gotta be a way. And then he 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 really just taught them, uh, well, I'll read it to you, this is fascinating. So he really just calmed their analytical mind down and got them to, to go into their heart. So this was before modern method, methods of chemical anesthesia were in use. Nevertheless, between 1843 and 1846, Dr. Esdell performed some 400 major surgical operations of all kinds. This included amputations, removal of tumors, cancerous growth, operations of the eyes, ears, and throat. All these operations were performed under mental anesthesia only, nothing chemical. Patients said they felt no pain and none of them died during the surgery. Now, is that a wild thought or is that a wild thought? Just as amazing. So, check this out, guys. So, they were talking about he got them so convinced because he spoke straight to their heart and he did sort of like a uh, really, all it is is about meditation, but it, he did kind of like hypnotherapy, is what people would call it today. And it's not weird again, like you make people go bark like a dog or something like that. That's called charismatics. It's not that. <laughs> it's nothing about that. Like they get all, well, God, they're making them bark like a dog. I, go, I went to church and you guys did it. So, what, what are you guys talking about? And so, all he did is he, they get them to calm themselves down and they go within. They can speak directly to their heart, which is really all meditation is, the kingdom's within. And so, the amazing mortality rate of Esdell's patients following surgery was extremely low. This was well before Western science got took a hand, such as Louis Pasteur, which is pasteurization, and Joseph Lister pointed out that bacterial origin of infection, meaning something without you can infect you within. Now the whole world believes that now, and have accepted that, so guess what? Mm-hmm. Something without you can infect you, because the whole world kind of believes that. No one realized that post-operative infections were due to unsterilized instruments. So think about this, 1840s, no ether, no uh, no sterilization, no nothing. Nevertheless, when Esdale suggested to his patients, you will not have infection or septic conditions will develop. Their subconscious minds responded to this t- suggestion. They set in motion the processes needed to fight off light-threatening dangers and infection. Your subconscious or your heart, what I would say can give you independence of time and space. Jesus is telling us, he's outside of time and space, right? And as he is, even so, are you? If you can, if it can make you free of all pain, it can make you free of all suffering. It can give you the answer to any problem, whatever they're me. There is a power and an intelligence within you. Yeah, of course, it's the creator of the universe, the knower of everything, an intelligence within you that far transcends your intellect, causing you to marvel at the wonder of it all. Right when I read that, that scripture came up as King David talks about in the Old Testament: "Who are we that you would share your life with me?" And the New Testament says work out your sozo, your prosperity, your healing, your health with fear and trembling, not, oh God, I'm afraid of doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. It was an awe-inspired, like King David going, who am I? That I'm one? Are you kidding me? Anything I could ever need or desire, I can just go within the well within, which is your heart. Seed is already accomplished and it'll come out in my physical life. What awe and inspiring stuff. That's what it says, work out that salvation with fear and trembling. That makes sense to you guys? All right, run under scripture and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be done. So let me go back to, uh, I shared this last week, but I want to just share this one more time with you. Um, <clears throat> so let me go to uh, Romans 1.16. So and so here's Paul. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Now, what is the good news? The too good to be good news to be true. Well, it has to have, it has to deal with the secret of the kingdom of God. And it has to do with the parable of parables. Otherwise, Jesus says, it's my great pleasure to give you this kingdom. And it's my great pleasure to, uh, if you understand this parable, you're going to understand how the kingdom works. If You don't understand this parable, you're going to miss it and screw up my interpretation of the scriptures. So he says, I'm not ashamed of the good news. It is the power. And that's, uh, that's definite article, guys. I mean, there's only one power. It's the power. So everybody's looking for it somewhere external. If you do these things, then you'll get the power. In fact, we how many services do we hear? The price of power. You need to pray, fast, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Wait a minute. I thought it was a gift. I thought everything was a gift to me. I don't think there's no price. He goes, Come eat, drink without cost. Take, take every feed on the fatted calf within with no cost. Right? When the prodigal son came back, he didn't go, uh cover charge. Here's how much you need to get in. Did you fast today? Did you pray? today? Did, did you wear your mask today? Uh, whatever. I'm trying to be absurd a little bit to kind of wake people up. And I know it's going to offend some people, but Jesus got after these guys because he wanted to see how serious it was, the kingdom was. Like you guys are missing this thing. It's within you. So it's the power of God unto salvation. And that power, as I kind of shared in, in the, the email and the Facebook post today, is It's the Greek word dunamis. It's dynamite working power. So think about the explosive dynamite working power is from good news. Now, good news has to be believed, right? So he goes, this is how, and let's let's look at that word salvation. And it says, to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Greek. Now, you got to remember, when this is written, how many classes of people were there? Two. So this is all inclusive, guys. First to the Jew, then to the Greek. First to the Jew and to the Greek, but it's for everyone. So what is this salvation that we can have? It's the Greek word soteria. Simple definition, deliverance, salvation. But here's the usage. If you're going to use it, he says, what you believe is going to bring you welfare, prosperity, deliverance, preservation, salvation, safety. It's going to save and rescue you from any situation. So think about that. What you, the good news you receive, what is that good news? that the kingdom of god has been given to me and he's given me the keys and if i use those keys i'm going to be rescued so i can enjoy welfare prosperity deliverance preservation salvation safety is that awesome that's awesome to me so that's salvation that's soteria that's sozo that where we get this life and it's and we saw in the hebrew that life comes from knowing that the power of god is in our inner chambers those two chet and yad mm-hmm. everything's from within guys so how does this work and i've been trying to share with you but it really is this simple so can it be this radical all things are possible to him who believes isn't it anything like it's infinite what, what do you want so the economy goes south um conspiracy theories uh hey did you know this and doing that and you know, this is, uh, these guys over here are trying to do this. And, and, uh, and really to me, I'm like, you know what? There's, there's always tidbits of truth in all of it. But at the end of the day, to me, honestly, is like, it's irrelevant because greater is he that's in me than any other principle, concept, or idea you could ever have. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't matter if the whole world is conspired against us, to be honest with you, you have the miracle dynamite working power within you to live however you want to live. But we're not teaching that. We're teaching external things. Hey, and, and Bishop Oyedipo's words just ring true to me again. You've been around the humans too long. You've forgotten who you are. You've forgotten that you're a child of God. You're birthed from Him. And the same miracle working power is in you, and it always has been in you. You don't need to go earn it. You don't need to do anything more. All you have to do is recognize it's there and live in it. So, how does it work? Instead of going, oh my God, I just got furloughed, guys. Is it possible to, you know what, before I've even asked, he's answered me. He's given me everything. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. Here's how it works. Whatever you don't allow in your inner realm, the spirit realm, in your heart and mind, basically whatever you, whatever thoughts you don't entertain and emotions you don't feel and words you don't tell yourself, mean something like this, like, oh, my God, we got furloughed. I don't know if I'm going to pay my rent. That would, that would be not good. So he goes, you have the ability to change the external. The kingdom's, what, what goes on in you changes everything externally. That's how this thing works is what he's saying. So you can see yourself and go, you know what? I'm gonna prosper more than I ever have in this time. In fact, and all the money I'm ever gonna need is already mine. I thank you, Father, that I have it. Now, heart, I know you're bringing it to pass in miracle working power, which I don't have to know how, but I know you're already doing it and I'm gonna rest and just let it happen to me. Is that cool? So my, my friend, Nathan, we were talking about that. So he was talking about this business deal and, and, uh, and he basically made the decision, this is what I'm going to do. And he was, I'm not going to share all the details, but yeah, it was kind of cool. So he, he, uh, he, he's, he, he does a lot of uh, really cool big construction projects and different things like that. And so he was just like, you know what, I need this much money for my next project. And, and, uh, you know what, thank you, father, I already have it. He was telling me and that, Thinking about it, he was going with t- to a, a job site and kind of the final inspection, I guess, with this guy or something like that, just kind of walking around. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this thought comes within him. And I guess that, oh, the guy asked you, hey, what other projects are you working on, yeah. right? Yeah. And he goes, oh, by the way, I, I'm I'm doing this. He goes, I don't know if you're ever interested, but we're raising a little bit of capital right now. He's like, I would love to. Now, he didn't, he didn't think about that. It just came to him. The kingdom of God comes to you in ways we don't know how, but it'll come. Now, is that cool? Mm-hmm. And so I talked to another guy yesterday, he might be on here, and he had called me about a week ago and said, oh my gosh, you know, I'm I'm really kind of out of money. He's like, what would you do? I said, well, 1 John 5 says, here's the confidence that we have in him. He hears every request we make. And if we know he hears every request we make, we already have what you desire of him. So I said, well, what do you want? Well, I need this much money. Thank you, Father, we have that much money. Bank accounts deny it. Right? He goes, that's it? I'm like, well, that's all it tells me to do. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's all it tells me to do. Right. Yeah, but no, there's no yeah, but it's, it's yes and amen. That's the that's the wild part of the new covenant. So you, you were in the car with me yesterday. Yeah. He called and he's like, man, this amazing stuff happened. Boom, 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 boom. I have it all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Is that cool or is that cool? So, hey, instead of worrying about health, start changing your heart. Start doing stuff like this. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. Would Jesus be concerned about COVID? He wouldn't think twice about COVID. He would go, wait, what? That's Old Testament model where you're not daring to touch the leper. You have life within you that changes the leper into clean. Mm -hmm. And everywhere I go, everywhere where my foot treads, the land, where's the land? Your heart. So anything where you tread in your heart going, no, this is what I have. You know what? I have perfect health. In fact, not only do I have perfect health for me and my family, anybody I touch at Costco tomorrow. We're all doing Costco runs because that's like the new Disneyland. We don't have anything else to do, so we go to Costco and Walmart. Let's go to Costco, right? I mean this, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Get a hot dog and a piece of pizza at Costco, right? And so, uh, what a wonderful place. So anyway, Sam's called too. If that's your deal, we 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 we're we're members of both. (laughs) So, uh, um. Everywhere my foot treads, that just means this. It's not your physical treading. It means that I have this. So if you declare I have that in my heart, which is the land, it's the nations, everything that's there, you have it. So if you walk around with this consciousness and this this love flowing out of you, like, you know what? The kingdom of God is within me. Life flows in me. What I do in my inner room releases the power of God that brings life. Everybody I touch from my six feet away... (laughs) heals touches everything that's who i am that's right is that cool or is that cool you have everything within you guys he's given you everything to life and godliness all you need to do is see it in your mind's eye don't make it any harder than this what you need to, the only faith you need is the realization the uncovering the unveiling is what you picture in your mind's eye and the words you tell yourself within is the miracle working power of god it's not you bringing it to pass it's not you trying to have enough faith it's really you coming with an awareness of if i simply picture it and and tell myself i have it within god starts to bring it to pass immediately and you will experience in the physical that's simple hope that helps guys god bless we'll see you on the trail